Coming to you from the HagmanReport.com studio. Located in the Keystone State, birthplace of a mighty nation, it's your host, Doug Hagman. Welcome to Hagman. It is the Hagman Report for today. It is Friday, April 29th, 2022. Pushing the envelope here. Coming to you from our studio, our studio, new camera system, new tech system out. Um, and uh, I, I hope I'm, I hope it's, things are going, going well. It's a day early, again, pushing the envelope here. Um, wow. A lot of things going on. Folks, I, I want to... Um, Oh, first of all, Patreon meeting this Sunday, 7 p.m. Eastern time. That's right, Patreon meeting, 7 p.m. Eastern time this Sunday. I want to welcome everyone to that and uh, invite uh, those folks who support us and uh, who have supported us to the Patreon meeting. So thank you very much for that. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your patience as we transitioned into this new camera system. Be patient. Colors might be off. You might uh, Things might not appear as they should. Just give us a day or two. All right, we're working on it. Uh, big things planned for the future, just as, oh, did you see this? I mean, I, we got so much catching up to do. Did you see this? I mean, we can go through the headlines, uh, and, and it it makes my head hurt. Um, what I've done for today is I've cultivated, oh, a half a dozen most important clips, pieces of information, bits of information that you need to kind of keep watch on. Look, uh, prepare for coming food shortages. Prepare for medicine and medical equipment shortages. Prepare for death as well of those who have received the in injecticide shots. How's that? Injecticide. A new term, perhaps? Injecticide? I don't know. I don't know if I read it. I don't know if I made it up. Injecticide. But first, and perhaps this is the most pressing of the details. I don't know how many of you people have seen this, probably most of you, but if not, this only gets worse. If you think you know, you may not really know. <sighs> While you were sleeping, the Biden regime, oh Biden, Joey Sixplugs, created this Department of uh, Misinformation to combat misinformation and malinformation and disinformation. Now, there is a difference, of course, in the dismiss and mal, okay? But I want to show you misinformation herself, and that's Nina Jankowitz, who reportedly heads up this particular um, department. This Now we can call it the Ministry of Truth. But here's, uh, let me just give you a spoiler alert. Here's the bottom line. This show, shows like this, InfoWars, uh, anything that, any platform that attempts to enlighten and inform the masses out there, whether you are in Australia or New Zealand or Canada or here in the United States, and especially here in the United States, will be subjected to this kind of new censorship by Nina Jankowitz who heads up something called the Department of Misinformation under the umbrella of the Department of Homeland Security. None of this is constitutional, by the way, but, but hey, don't worry about it because it's just a GD piece of paper, right? The Constitution. 
At least that's according to George W. Bush. All right. Quickly, I want to go to uh, clip number one. Um, uh, you know what? These are not necessarily in the order I want them to. I, I want to show you these, but we'll work with it. Let's go to clip number one. And I believe this is Jack Posobiec, good friend of the program and friend of mine, Jack Posobiec. Is this clip one? Do we know? Can we tell? Yes. Eric the Tech. Okay. This is Jack Posobiec uh, introducing you to um, Nina Jankowitz and the new position, the um, Ministry of Truth, as he calls it, and what we shall call it, reference to, of course, 1984, George Orwell. And, um, well, I'm just going to let Jack tell you. Here it is. Specifically, are considered at this point the biggest threat, uh, most likely to cause civil unrest at or around Election Day. I think there's a general concern about Trump supporters potentially showing up armed to the polls and these sorts of voter suppression, voter intimidation, that's illegal everywhere. And I think there's just, again, a widespread fear that, you know, uh, groups of irregular supporters are going to show up at the polls to intimidate people and quote unquote watch. And that's very disturbing. So that's Nina Jankovic, who is a Harry Potter brained crazy person. She has now been named the head of disinformation for the Department of Homeland Security. That's nice. Wait a minute. Department of Homeland Security has a disinformation governance. What the heck is that? Well, Politico had this buried all the way down, deep, 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 deep down inside the political playbook yesterday with a hat tip to Daniel Lipman, who's one of these, you know, guys who slithers around D.C. trying to find out what's going on. It gets leaked to him that she's going to be running this board that no one's ever heard of. Then all of a sudden, Nita Jankovic is all over Twitter talking about how great it is that she's on the board. She's posting photos of herself, right? So it's pretty obvious that Nita Jankovic probably is the one who leaked the story herself. Because the Department of Homeland Security and the Biden administration, Senator Mayorkas, has clearly not said a word about this to anyone. Well, Senator Josh Hawley did not take too kindly to the obviously Orwellian disinformation governance board under the auspices of the Homeland Security Department. Just keep in mind, right, um, if you are somebody who is joining an organization called the Disinformation Governance Board and you're being named the head of it and you're using the authority of something called the Department of Homeland Security. Yeah, that's you're not one of the good guys at that point. You, you, you might have that's like Hans, are we the baddies? Right. This is a bad. This is not a place where we as a country should be going into, and this is certainly unconstitutional under the First Amendment. Senator Hawley, following the reporting of Human Events Daily, Senator Hawley has sent a letter to the Biden administration demanding the immediate dissolution of this board, which will be used to censor and to go after anyone, any American citizen who has speech that the Biden administration deems undesirable, deems irreputable. That's what this board is for. That's who Nina Jankovic is. And Nina Jankovic, by the way, oh, and I do have to thank Senator Hawley because he did cite the reporting of Human Events Daily in his letter to the Biden administration. So thank, thank you, you Jack. Okay, With, for the sake of time, folks, the clip will be made available 
at HagmanReport.com. Just open up the program description box for today. Yeah. So, again, a this unconstitutional cabinet, the Homeland, Department of Homeland Security, with this even more unconstitutional new Ministry of Truth. There it is. Now, when Jen Psaki, the Chucky doll lookalike, spokesman for the Biden, O'Biden regime, Joey Sixbugs, what happened there, when confronted about this appointment, here's her response. This is clip two, and this is her announcement of this new created board. And uh, just, well, let this speak for itself. Here it is. Oh, hang on a second here, because we're still working. Eric the Tech is, actually, he's been working like 24-7 trying to get the hang of the new tech system and the things, I guess there's a whole lot that goes into production of this. Watch this. Um, she had previously called the Hunter Biden laptop a, a Trump campaign product, um, seeming to discredit its validity or <clears throat> validity of reporting surrounding that. Um, how can, can you assuage concerns of people who are looking at this person who's been appointed to this position and wondering if she's going to be able to accurately judge misinformation now that a lot of that reporting has been uh, proven to be factual in some ways? Well, I don't have any comments on the laptop, but what I can tell you is that it sounds like the objective of the board is to prevent disinformation and misinformation from traveling around the country in a range of communities. I'm not sure who opposes that effort. All right. Can't can't address the Hunter Biden laptop. Of course not. Look, WisconsinChristianNews.com, folks, go there. Please support them. WisconsinChristianNews.com, please, I beg you to support them. They're one of the last paper papers, Christian papers, on the planet. And I've been writing about the Hunter Biden laptop for the better part of a year in that publication. And I'm telling you right now, the Hunter Biden laptop is the gift that keeps on giving to the truth. Now, you remember this week, the uh, Twitter transfer, the Twitter buyout was somewhat finalized, or at least the initial steps were, by Elon, Elon Musk. Look, the jury's still out, in my view, on that. But that aside, just days, two days, really, after Musk takes over Twitter, and there's, there's a seeming resurgence of, um, or, or this, uh, not resurgence, but, when, you, when you're looking at Twitter, which is, look, you may not have Twitter, and you may never have been on Twitter. That's fine, okay? But millions of people use that. They get their news from that. They get their, their talking points from that platform. Of course, there's others like that. But what happened this week after Musk, after the announcement was made on, on Monday or Tuesday, that uh, this was going to happen, that Musk was going to take this over, what you saw was this incremental um, increase, rise in people that were banned coming back, shadow banned all of a sudden appearing, followers, tens of thousands of followers suddenly appearing on conservative news feeds and influencer feeds. And, and then on the other side of things, the left side of things, th this inverse of, of the right, 
here's what they're doing. And Jack Posobiec said it. They're burning the evidence. They're taking the algorithms. Twitter, they're taking the algorithms and deleting them. That was that which was um, stifling the conservative Christian thought. They're removing them digitally. They're, they're deleting them in advance of Musk's presence. They're bur- this is the equivalent of, oh, you, you know those old movies where you have uh, the, the bookies using flash paper? This is the flash paper moment of Twitter. It's not going to be enough, though. It's, I'm telling you, it's not going to be enough. But, but then again, what difference does this make in the larger scheme of things? Will this make a difference? I don't know. I don't know. Again, the jury's still out. I, my, my view, look, I don't know. But from my perspective, I don't get my information from Twitter. And, and I know most of you don't either, okay? But many people do. So we have to address this. But this is the equivalent of the old flash paper of the olden days with the bookies and, and the, the, the raid, you know, the police raid the place and all of a sudden flash paper's going up and because everything's written on flash paper, right? Easy to destroy. That's what's taking place right now. But let me reintroduce Nina Jackson to you. Now, cringe warning. Please don't look away. This is your new czar to prevent misinformation. Now, I'm not making this up. I'm not. I wish I was. If you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. It's in your head. Help me, Rhonda. That song. Eric, the tech, should I? Okay, let's pull the trigger. Here she is. You're new. The the, the person that's going to tell you what you can and can't say. The person that's already dismissed the Hunter Biden laptop as Russian disinfo. The person that already said, look, the right is going to come out on election day 2020 and, and they're going to, they're going to be armed and intimidating voters at, at the at the polls. This Harry Potter wannabe. Good lord. I you know what? I I okay. I, I'm sorry to do this to you. I I saw it so now you've got to hear it is. Bullying is really quite ferocious. It's when a huckster takes some lies and makes them sound precocious by saying them in Congress or a mainstream outlet. So disinformation's origins are slightly less atrocious. It's how you hide a little, hide a little lie. It's how you hide a little, hide a little lie. It's how you hide a little, hide a little lie. When Rudy Giuliani shared bad intel from Ukraine, or when TikTok influencers say COVID can cause pain, they're laundering disinfo, and we really should take note and not support their lies with our wallet, voice, or vote. Oh, information laundering is really quite ferocious. It's when a huckster takes some lies and makes them sound precocious by saying them in Congress or a mainstream outlet. So yes, information's origin seems likely less atrocious. <laughs> Did you look away? I'm serious, man. I know some of you want me to do that. Eric the Tech, 
Talk to me, brother. Young man. Talk to me. You okay? I mean, after seeing that, are, are you all right? Actually, is your microphone... I mean, it's hard to get to. I can see you struggling, but you okay after that? Doing good. I just took a spoonful of sugar. I'm good. You can't... You think... Help me. <laughs> I'm going to play that for Austin when he comes on. I know he's seen it because they, but, but okay. I'm just going to put a period there. And of course, the earlier mentioned referenced strongly worded letter to the Biden regime saying, Dis dismantle, dismantle this, this group. Yeah, that's going to do it. I know, I know. Let's let's write a letter, a strongly worded letter. That'll do it. Or or let's have a, a person that voted, for example, in the House to certify the 2020 election because it was the best, it, it, the the most. What would you call it? It was the. Uh, it was a fair election. There was no cheating. The most secure election ever. Let, let, let's, let's turn to those people, people like him and those people, and, and write letters. Have them write letters. It's all smoke and mirrors. All right. Moving on. I, but I'm telling you, <coughs> excuse me, the Biden, <coughs> the Obama-Biden deep state cabal that's running this country, <coughs> you got me all choked up here. They're coming after you. They're coming after us. They're coming after our children. It's part of the communist manifesto. These people are Satanists. They're communists. They're, they're, they, they, they're only God is a small g, God, Moloch. If they, if they have a God at all, some are godless, other... It, this is not going to end well. So when I say things like, all right, you want to you rock? Let's rock. Let's get this party started. Ah, maybe there won't even be a knock on the door. Just trying to knock on the table. Maybe there won't even be a knock on the door. Just the bag over the head and the flex cuffs. And out the door. Disappeared. Go, going to re-education camps. Oh, you think that's just hyperbole, right? Okay. Well, you keep thinking that. All right. So, what is this? If we have, um, because of time. And again, all these source items will be in the program description box at hagmanreport.com. In the interest of time here, I'm going to get this uh, because there's a lot going on. Let's go to uh, let's go to clip number six. This is kind of where th this is what this is all about. Greg Reese is a great d documentarian. puts things together really cool. I mean, he does. He's he, he's right on target. So, what's the bigger picture here? You talk about election insecurities, election fraud, how the vote was stolen in 2020, how unless it's changed, 2022, 2024. 
It's a pipe dream. And, and people who are uh, just embracing these strongly worded letters, until we get real and fight the real enemy on both sides of the political spectrum, which is really one side, which is the bought-for, paid-for globalist monsters, godless monsters, or uh, alternatively, these small-g god wannabes, until we get serious, we're in deep, deep trouble. The bigger picture here. And you know this, and I know this. You see what's going on in China right now? You see the lockdown, the lockdowns? This was the model for 2020. What's happening right now? There will be more lockdowns, but not necessarily in the name of COVID, although it could be, but in other names as well, especially the climate issue, which they are gravitating to now. Greg Reese does much better. Watch this or listen to this for the radio folk. Here it is. The most effective control technique deployed by the American media is to distract the audience. This is very easy to do because everyone takes the bait. But today's distractions are threatening our very lives. While people are busy discussing their opinions on he said, she said nonsense from Hollywood stars and celebrating the fact that one of the billionaires who made hundreds of millions off the COVID lockdowns just bought Twitter, the banker's agenda continues to move forward unobstructed. The World Economic Forum has made their intentions clear. You will own nothing and like it. And the best way to accomplish this is through more lockdowns, permanent lockdowns, with occasional breaks for good behavior. Just as China led the way in 2020, showing the world how efficiently a totalitarian regime can fight a fake pandemic, the rest of the world soon followed. Shanghai is now building cages around entire apartment buildings to keep people from escaping, an entire new method of government mass murder. America's version will be so much more cozy. World nations are beginning to adopt the carbon tax and cutting off the fuel supply while announcing massive fuel shortages. In America, Gavin Newsom is leading the way by cutting off the water and power to Californians after years of creating the problem by turning off production. While facing a massive fertilizer shortage, Bill Gates owns the majority of farmland and wants you to eat nothing but genetically modified synthetic food products. And he marches forward, no matter how much you make fun of him on social media. And while we face an immediate shortage of fresh foods and staple items, over a dozen food processing plants have been destroyed in recent weeks. It may not be possible to see the entire picture from the level where we are at, but they are going to shut us down again. The very systems of government we believed were put in place to serve us are being used to kill us by billionaires and banks while they maximize their own profits. That much is clear. And as far as the ones perpetrating this human liquidation, what they can clearly see is that we will obey. We will put the mask on when we are told, and we will take it off when we are told, and we will celebrate that as a victory. They know that we will ignore their destruction of America so long as they feed us distractions to ruminate over on social media, just as they are doing right now. 
On January 20th of this year, the WHO submitted a proposal that would give the World Health Organization international authority over pandemic response, meaning no more recommendations, but de facto law. This proposal has been fast-tracked by Washington for consideration at the World Health Assembly this May. They want to make you stay inside your home and die quietly, peacefully, where no one notices. Many of you may doubt that they will get away with any of this, but our actions say differently. Our actions suggest that they can do it again. And so long as we have a voice on Twitter, once we are locked down in our homes again, we can complain of the food shortages, the rolling blackouts, and the cyber attacks. Wars. This is Greg Reese. Did you know that little bit of product uh, or uh, production? I, I, I surprised Eric. Eric thought our system went down. Um, but, uh, well, yeah, no worries there. <laughs> I could hear him. Oh, what's that? But, but here's the thing, okay? We're looking at things like, and you know what? I didn't, I didn't even know this was a thing. Johnny Depp and Amber, Amber Heard. What the? Who, who? First of all, number one, who cares? And second of all, uh, huh? Okay. You get crazies and crazies and rich and then crazies. And you better be more concerned about the crazies that can affect your life. But here's an interesting um, thing about this. He, uh, Greg Reese had shown the compliance level. I'm going to toss this out there. And you can look this up for yourself. The ASH Conformity Experiment. A-S-C-H. ASH Conformity Experiment. Have you heard about this? Solomon Ash back in the 1950s. Uh, Swarthmore College here in the United States. Got a bunch of people together. I don't know. There was one subject, one test subject, and then like 49 actors or whatever. Um, and they would look at something like this stick is longer than this stick when it clearly wasn't. And the actors would say, yep, yep, yep. And the test subject would knowingly th that it was a f that's false would say, yeah, must be, must be. It, it, it's it's it, the ash conformity experiment. Look that up. And, and okay, so clearly, when you've got a, a lot of people on the payroll saying two plus two is five. Pretty soon, it's like, really? Okay, yeah, it must be. I must have learned wrong. Understand where this is headed. It, it, the masks. That's why the mask issue is so critical. It's not about the piece of cloth. It's not about your... It's about the level of conformity in the West that people will tolerate even in the face of facts. Now, having said that, we can move on to the next clip, which I think this is absolutely vital to understand. There's something going on. But you know what? I'll tell you what. We may address this in the next segment, the coronavirus, SARS-CoV-2. Naomi Wolf, there's two videos, and, and we're going to move to just kind of a heads up. We're going to go to clip seven next, okay? Um. I'm going to put these in the, again, the program description box at hagmanreport.com. And I, I 
strive to, to find the mo mo most important pieces of news and visual um, I can to, to provide to you. Um, but I want to get to clip number seven instead, because we may be talking about the, uh, the injecticide that's taking place and, and the revelations that are Pfizer and the ties to the Chinese Communist Party. Naomi Wolf does a great job in laying this all out. Now, so I don't want to spend time on this right now. And you can, you can look at this, but look at the, follow the ties between Communist China and Pfizer or BioNTech, okay? BioNTech and, and Communist Chinese Party and the FDA, their knowledge, and, and even the CDC. Uh, this, we are in the middle and this is not, I don't believe this is an understatement. We are in the middle of this injecticide upon the unsuspecting and unresearched, and in some cases, willingly uninformed. But the problem, the bigger problem is, those people are pushing it on children. Now, infants. They're killing, they're maiming, permanently changing the DNA of our children. I'm going to tell you, if you would come to my house when I've got my granddaughter, my grandson, whatever, and try to do that, it won't end well for either of us. All right, but this is what's taking place, and and the and the celebration of of abortion, the celebration of infanticide. It's it's uh, we cannot allow this to continue. None of this, but that's why Nina Jankowitz is over this. It has oversight over, you know, what's true and what's not. Because, hey, we can't think for ourselves. And, and we've shown that. Ash conformity experiment masks. But let's go to clip number seven. The, I'm over. Yeah, just, it, is Austin on? Okay. All right. Let me just, this is so important. Uh let me play at least, let's play at least the first couple of minutes of this. Uh, the southern border, the United States is being invaded, okay? And this, is, this clip is so important. Now, I've never really, I don't have any familiarity with Representative Clay Higgins from Louisiana. But I want you to watch this. We can't get him on in, in, at the same time because of the, okay, whatever. All right. Because, okay, watch this clip and listen to this clip. Now, the Louisiana accent threw me, okay? I know. I know I'm a simple guy. Compass. Compass, okay? Just remember that word. All right. Let's play a few minutes of this, and we'll bring Austin on. Here it is. Have you experienced failures in your life, sir, significant enough that you as a man over your six decades of life, you have a compass can help you measure failure. You know what it is as a man. I certainly do. No shame there. I'm asking you. It's an honest question. 
Congressman, um, I'm 62 years old. Um, anyone who's lived for 62 years has confronted has experienced failure, different types of challenges, successes, and failures. Yes, sir. And there's no shame in that. That's part of our journey in life. We get knocked down, and we do our best to stand back up. So I'm going to try and help put this in perspective for you, sir. I've had harsh words for you over the last couple of years. You know that. Oh, I've heard them. Yes, Congressman. Yes, sir. I hope you feel my spirit right now. I'm also a compassionate man. And I, I feel that America needs you to, uh, needs you to own this thing. Good, sir. Do you recognize the following statement? You wrote it or someone for you wrote it. Under the Biden-Harris administration, the Department of Homeland Security has been executing a comprehensive and deliberate strategy to secure our borders and build a safe, orderly, and humane immigration system. Since January 2021, DHS has effectively managed an unprecedented number of non-citizens seeking to enter the United States effectively managed. You use that verbiage earlier today. Again, I suppose that's the, that's the tested and determined talking point. So I ask you, good sir, tell America, you're a gentleman, 62 years of age, a gentleman of distinguished accomplishment, you're secretary of the Department of Homeland Security. Like all of us, you've experienced failure in the course of your life. You should have a compass to help you recognize it. This disaster we have at our border, the disintegration of our national sovereignty cannot be sustained. Anyone that has two brain cells that could perhaps bump into each other would know that it's abject failure down there. So if you would identify our border as effectively managed right now, would it, how would you identify failure? What would it be? Five million crossings in a year? At two and a half million last year? A million gotaways? You had 500,000 last year? Crime rate tripled instead of doubled? Number one cause of death from 18 to 45 year old Americans right now is overdose? Under your watch, or to be from five years old to 50, how would you identify failure if it's not what you've delivered thus far? By God, man, on the moment, you've been called upon to resign by myself and others. Next year, if we have the majority in this committee, which we shall, you're still in office, you'll face impeachment. I ask you as a man, own this thing. Out of respect for you and the office, I ask you to reflect upon that. And I'll give you my remaining 45 seconds to respond. Please feel my spirit and speak truthfully. Step away from your talking points and speak to the American people and own this thing. We're losing our country down there. We need you to resign. Save the country. 
the pain of your impeachment. I have 20 seconds, sir. Please respond. Congressman, I couldn't disagree with you more when you state that when you state that our nation's sovereignty is disintegrating. All right. War is peace. Right. War is peace. Failure is success. Um, How many more Orwellian phrases shall I invoke? There it is. That that was during a uh, budget budget uh, request hearing, and that was Representative Clay Higgins from Louisiana, and I thought that was pretty stellar in terms of the delivery and the impact. Own the failure, as any one of us of any maturity would do. All right, coming up, Austin Brower, HealthMasters.com. Stay where you're at. Oh, just keep going. Okay. See, I'm, I'm not even sure of the new system myself. Okay. So that is where we're at right there, okay, in terms of, um, in, in terms of uh, the fight which we face. I showed you Greg Reese's uh, outlook about the climate, what's coming with the climate lockdown. The lockdowns are not done. Naomi, Naomi Wolf on Bannon's War Room saying, look, the, cli- the lockdowns are far from being over. Posobiec saying the lockdowns are far from being over. You now have a ministry of truth. You've got this woman, this Harry Potter character who uh, loves, I guess, LARPing. I don't know, but uh, certainly loves karaoke, right? Um, and, and speaking to us. And, and she's going to decide. That department's going to decide what is truth and what is misinformation, disinformation, malinformation. Just give me a heads up, by the way. Oh, he's ready? Oh. See, again, I don't know the new system. Austin Brewer from Health Masters. That gives you kind of a, a, a summary. We have war at the southern border. We're being invaded. You're going to have more lockdowns. You're going to, it's, and again, this VAX program, injecticide of the mRNA joy juice, right? The complicity, CCP and BioNTech and, and the connections there. The Fauci connections, the uh, DASIC connections. Learn what's going on. Don't accept what other people are telling you. Don't watch the news for for everything that is holy in this in this world. Do not watch the news. They lie to you. Again, remember the Ash conformity experiment. Two plus two, yeah, five. Okay, yeah, you're right. You must be right. I guess. A bunch of other people say, that's right, you're right. All right, healthmasters.com. Here's an important thing, too. You want to stay healthy? You, you have to have a healthy immune system? Go to healthmasters.com. That's healthmasters.com. And the link, again, will be in the program description box. You make sure you order your nutritional supplements from Health Masters. Nowhere else. Why? Because these are the best on the planet. They work, and they work well. There's a... I could tell you a tale of two different COVID stories or um, the infections, uh, the sicknesses, two different people, two different outcomes. The difference in this is health masters. One was taking it, taking health masters. One did not. Guess who's the sickest right now? And guess who's back to normal? Well, the one taking health masters back to normal. There it is right there. Um, You got product of the week. You got uh, uh Man, you got just so much going on there. And in case you can't uh, tell, I'm under the influence of purple sticks right now. Right, the, the purple sticks. 
some great energy there, natural energy, and just a whole litany of other products as well as their radio show, Ted Nelson Brower. It's on your top right there. You can click the listen, drill down for archive programs. It's on every weekday. That's Monday through Friday for those people in, uh, oh, I don't know. Never mind. I'm not going to make fun of anybody uh, except those who deserve it. But uh, every weekday, Ted Nelson Brower Show. It's a must-listen show prep for me, and uh, I, I love their program. All right. Before we bring Austin on, I, I really think we should uh, make him look. I, I don't want him to look away. Austin, you can't look away. It's 30-some seconds, I think. Well, you got you to gotta see this. This is our new Ministry of Truth, Nina Jankowicz, uh, Jankowicz, if that's how you pronounce her name. This is this is who decides what's true and what's not. You can't look away. I can tell. I'll tell if you if you do. Here it is. Bombering is really quite ferocious. It's when a huckster takes some lies and makes them sound precocious by saying them in Congress or a mainstream outlet. So disinformation's origins are slightly less atrocious. It's how you hide a little, hide a little lie. It's how you hide a little, hide a little lie. It's how you hide a little, hide a little lie. When Rudy Giuliani shared bad intel from Ukraine, or when TikTok influencers say COVID can cause pain, they're laundering disinfo when we really should take note and not support their lies with our wallet, voice, or vote. Oh, information laundering is really quite ferocious. It's when a huckster takes some lies and makes them. Okay, yeah, I can't either. You dated her, didn't you? I, I could tell. Go ahead, sir. Awesome Brower, healthmasters.com. Go ahead. <laughs> you okay? You okay? I, I look. I had to watch it. So did you? I can't. Why? Why'd you do that to me, Doug? I was having a good Friday, man. Why? Why'd you have to do me like that? <laughs> Done you wrong, <laughs> didn't I? Oh man, the the clown show goes on, and next the lions and bears will be out to jump through the flaming circle after our after our short commercial break. Um, you know. I, I, I would talk to me. <laughs> the very fact that you have somebody doing a TikTok video like that, that is now going to be put in such an elevated professional setting, such as the disinformation governance board. The fact that you're even there's even a, a board that's being brought up by that name. And the fact that this clown show is the one who's actually supposed to be heading it literally shows you that they're doing everything they can not only to discredit the United States, but to completely and totally lie to the American population about everything that's going on. This is, as you said earlier, this is the Ministry of Truth. This is Gestapo. This is Joseph Goebbels' biggest dream on a tower on a steroid cycle at the highest level. This is what they attempted to do in Germany and expanded on it on a whole nother level now because of the internet. But, but, you, but you know, uh, hey, don't I don't want you to worry because Representative Josh Hawley sent a strongly worded letter to Biden saying you yeah. got you got to, you got to dissolve this. So hey, I, I, it, it's all good. Everyone just go back and and continue what you're doing. It's all good. So I, I'm sure that's gonna the strongly worded letter approach is going to work. You know what that. Uh, Again, I, that's a Remington behind you, right? Paul no, Mossberg. Mossberg. Okay. First twelve gauge I ever bought. Okay. All right. I'm a Mossberg man myself. All right. Shine that puppy up. Lube it up. Let's. Uh, you can ride shotgun, 
Notice what I yeah. did there? Go ahead. <laughs> Riding shotgun with a shotgun. Um, there's no question about it. The very fact that the DHS is now building their own erroneous sector now to handle disinformation. And I mean, as we know, I mean, Homeland Security has been nothing more than a giant surveillance agency to monitor and watch what every single American does and build an algorithm on them through Homeland Security and their giant Utah database that they built over there. That's all Homeland Security does. They have no purpose of actually stopping terrorism. But a lot of people have this misguided notion that like, oh, they're, they're suddenly going to stop a terrorist. Now, the FBI handles the terrorists. They, they make sure they fund them and give them weapons and set them up and then foil the plot so they catch the terrorists. Homeland Security has done absolutely nothing to stop any type of attack. They are simply there under the guise through the Patriot Act as a protection from a domestic you know, attack. And they're there to monitor, spy, and watch everything they do. You can watch the movie Snowden, and they'll give you a tiny little glimpse of what they're involved in. They, they only talk about a fraction of what's really going on, but it gives you an eye-opener. And once you see it, it's like, okay, this group that spies on us and monitors every email, every phone call, every text messages, every photo, every contact, every keystroke, they're the ones who are now going to tell us What's real and what's false was interesting. I saw the article and their main right here. The DHS is standing up a new disinformation governance board to counter misinformation specifically on irregular migration and Russia. Oh, that's right. Russia again. The Russian attack on the United States poll system, the Russian collusion with the election in 2016. It's always, there has to be a boogeyman, Doug. We've talked about this year after year. You look back over the last 20 years, every single year, there's always been a big bad boogeyman for people to channel their hatred on through the mainstream media in order to get them unfocused on what's really going on. And Ukraine was the prime example. I said this, and it was very clear, as everybody has seen now, Ukraine was simply another diversion to make people focus on something because so many people were so pent up in anger and just irritated about everything that happened during COVID, and they couldn't do anything about it because they were mindless peasants and refused to actually stand up for what was going on. So then, oh, well. Hey, Russia. Russia's the bad guy now. Russia's causing inflation. Russia's causing gas to be at $5 a gallon. Russia's causing your food to go up in price. Now, has the conflict over there caused some of these things at the tail end? Oh, yeah. We haven't even seen those yet. Everything we've experienced in the United States is 100% the sole part fault of the bankers and what they've done with printing trillions of dollars with these stimulus bills, including under Donald Trump's watch as well, and it has finally come home to roost. You can't start dumping three, four, five trillion dollars into an open market and not expect to see massive inflationary rates go through the roof. And then on top of that, you shut down pipelines, you shut down natural, you shut down drilling, you shut down the entire oil sector. Imagine that fuel prices start going up. Oh, what a surprise. So now what's happening is so many people are talking about the truth. So many people are coming out and talking about what's really going on. Now Homeland Security has to cue the disinformation hotline so they can make sure they can tune in and let you know, well, this is fake news, guys. You guys don't want to listen to this. This is fake news because we said it's fake news. The very agency 
that is deriving its information off lies and their propaganda based on lies is the very agency that now is going to dictate what is true, what is false. Doug, I can only laugh about this a little bit because it's so frustrating and so disheartening to see this actually happening right now. People thought this was bad with social media. Wait till you start seeing the entire internet get scrubbed. This is exactly what China did about 10 years ago. They got into their internet system with the Chinese Communist Party and they started blocking websites. They started blocking comments. They started blocking search engines. They started blocking everything you could do and anything you could say. And anytime you said something negative about the communist regime, do, 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 knock on your door. Uh, sir, Mr. Austin, we have a Facebook post that you said something negative about the government. We've deemed that to be misinformation. It's fake news. You're now going to be detained and apprehended for the next six months and put in a re-education camp until you can learn not to post these horrible disinformation campaigns because we said it's bad. Don't think it'll happen. Happened already in China. Happened already in Australia. Happened already in some places in Europe. I remember the videos I saw that were so disturbing a year and a half ago of Australia, of people opening their door, turning their phones on, law enforcement at their door going, here, we've printed off last year's Facebook post. Here's a post that you stated that you were supporting a COVID lockdown protest. Is this your comment right here? Oh, I don't know. I didn't, I don't remember doing that. Well, we show it right here on your IP address. We've deemed this back to your house. And we're now telling you that you're getting one warning strike. If you do this again, you're going to be detained and arrested for posting misinformation. Literally happened in Australia already. Happened all over the world. The United States, you don't think it'll happen here? Just wait if people keep complying with this nonsense. But what, I mean, is there, what can we do, Doug, in order to push back against this? Because this kind of came out of side field. I mean, I didn't know hardly anything about this until this week. And it just popped up out of nowhere. You know, it, it came out, um, Politico, it, 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 was, it was a buried story in Politico, and, and this broke a couple of days after Musk's uh, purchase of Twitter or it, the uh, um, steps to purchase Twitter were announced. So one can only, uh, and by the way, if you take Nina Jankowitz's uh, uh, Twitter postings, social media postings, and you look back through them, oh my goodness, you will get an education in terms of uh, she is, she was, she was part of Ukraine. I mean, she, she did an internship, I believe an internship or, uh, she actually had a, had a job, uh, for the Ukrainian government. Okay. This is how bad things are. This is how in your face things are. What we can do, certainly we can send strongly worded letters, right? Look, I'm yeah. to the point, I'm to the friggin' point right now where if we don't do something right now, I mean, proactive and go after these, these knuckleheads. Then what the hell are we doing? What what are we doing? Let's you you come to my because here's I, I guess the fight is going to start when they come to your door when they come to your door. Who are you going to call? Be, and, and that's I don't want to go on a rant, but I'm telling you, I don't think the American Christians and conservatives have enough. Um, I don't think they, they I don't think they've got the stomach. Or, or the courage for what needs to happen, Austin, and I think that a lot of people on our side are, are going to are going to try to play by the rules when, when the other side isn't, and they're going to roll over and uh, you know whimper. And this is how I believe how the 
hey, look, look what happened to the Roman Empire, all right? Through the perversity, yeah. debasement of the currency, the erosion of national borders. Does that sound familiar, folks? Okay, yes. know, know your history. Yeah, Austin Broad, by the way, healthmasters.com. Hey, new promo code. No, it's not Doug5. No, 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 no. It is HR5 for 5% off non-saleable items at healthmasters.com. HR5, write that down. Put it right on your wrist or on your hand, HR5 healthmasters.com all right so anyway there you go man that's my that's my take on it look i don't know i could be wrong i could be wrong i don't know what do you think about musk yeah well I mean, that that whole thing you know the more i detailed into it as much as as hopeful as i am that he was actually going to build a open platform we'll see what happens with them um with him but you know i started looking at uh, you know the thing that i've learned a long time ago doug when you get into the billionaire boys club and you start getting to that level and you start getting into that kind of cash flow, you know, you don't get that kind of cash without getting the nod because you can make too many waves. And I was talking to Ted about this yesterday on our show about how Tesla has exploded with growth as far as revenue, not necessarily overall vehicles that are out on the road, but overall gross profit and revenue. And I was actually looking at their P&Ls and I was talking about the show the other day, how, you know, they've gone up. One year, you know, 30,000 cars, but literally their gross profit, you know, doubled, you know, almost like three or four billion to like six, seven billion dollars the next year. How do you sell 30,000 more cars, but profit another four billion dollars? Their cars aren't that much money. There's not that much revenue or profit in those things to actually generate that kind of cash flow. And what's strange about this, and I, I told somebody the other day, and they didn't even understand this, I said, remember, Elon Musk and, and basically Tesla, it's a lot like Amazon. They have a whole other backside to them with the military industrial complex called SpaceX, the same way Amazon has their military industrial complex backside. SpaceX is somehow generating enormous amount of cash flow from the government because Tesla isn't making that much money. These two companies are connected somehow and they're running cash through them through something. We know that they've already come out now and talked about the Space Force, Trump did the soft sail on it. We know that we have space-based weapons platforms. We know allegedly that SpaceX has been sending up hundreds of satellites, allegedly what they tell us. We know there's something going on outside of this world. People want to call it dimensions. People want to call it aliens. People want to call it demons. I don't care what you want to call it and put a title on it. There's something going on. And I think a lot of this stuff is being done behind the scenes and people I don't think fully comprehend what's going to start happening once this stuff opens up, especially when you start looking at CERN and the topics of that aspect with the God particle and creating these black holes and everything else. I encourage people to do some research on that very disturbing stuff with CERN. And to all of a sudden, Tesla jumps to the forefront now. I mean, they lost money for like the last decade before like 2018. They've gotten hundreds of millions of dollars in government grants and government bailouts and government subsidies and green energy grants in order to stay afloat. I still remember, I think five, six years ago, we were on the show, we were talking about, I was like 2016, they got another like 10 billion or $10 million grant for some green deal. And the thing that I think what they're doing with this is the algorithms are allowing this stuff to go forward and promote this. Now, does Elon Musk hate the woke culture and does he like free speech? Yeah, I truly think he does. I think he truly likes free speech and he likes open culture and people being able to basically speak their mind. 
However, what's the overall agenda and where is this going? Because a lot of people now all of a sudden have jumped on this. Elon's the new God now, so to speak, the way Trump was everybody's God, so to speak. And I mean that in a little G sarcastically to where they think Elon Musk is suddenly going to come in and like save the country. Nobody's going to save the country except ourselves. The people who should be more boisterous than any of us need to be the doggone pastors in the pulpits that are running these congregations. It has been so frustrating to me, Doug. I have talked to pastors all across the country and only a small handful of them like Chuck Baldwin and a few other ones have actually gone out and are speaking about what's really going on. All they want to do is give bubble gum for the brain sermons every single Sunday and talk about, well, we're going to discuss a book in Romans about how everybody just needs to abide the law and needs to do what the government tells them to do because that's your appointed overhead above you. You just need to follow what they tell you. And I'm sitting there. I just want to walk up there and slap them and just be like, dude, what are you doing, man? All these people are under you. They're listening to you. You're their mentor. You're their leader. And you're literally preaching bubblegum and not talking about anything that's going on because you don't want to offend anybody. Dude, the pulpits back in the Revolutionary War were the basis of the speaker microphones. They were the things that riled people up. They were the places that people came together and congregated and said, what are we doing? Get the fire team together. We're going to run these tactics next time on the British. They're trying to take over our country. If you watch the movie The Patriot, it shows you in detail. When he goes in that one town, he goes, hey, I'm going to go to the church. I'm going to talk to everybody at church. And he gets up from the church, starts talking about it. Basically starts rallying the guys there. And then it shows you what the Dragoons did, the Redcoats did, burning the church down. A lot of that stuff may not be, you know, that's a fictional story. But a lot of that stuff was historically accurate as far as what actually happened back then. And it's so important, my friends, if you have contact with a pastor that actually has ears to hear, they want to teach biblical principles, encourage them to speak the truth and stop being these little fairy boys up there that don't want to hurt anybody's feelings by discussing things like, why in the world are we still allowing transgender perversion to even be promoted in any of these schools? Why in the world are people still putting their children in schools that are promoting this transgender ideology? And why in the world is nobody wanting to talk about it? I saw now basically Disney stocks have still been dropping. You know, the Dow Jones rallied yesterday, I think, and Disney stocks still dropped. They're still in the red. And I commended everybody. I told them, I said, do good. So drop them, drop them like a rock. Cancel your passes if you still have them, or you basically, you know, if you have to, or don't renew them. He was like, they, they kind of time out. I said, don't buy their product. Don't go see their movies and find out who you actually support and who's standing up for freedom. If everybody did that, Doug, and this, this is basic civil disobedience and just at the very least voting with your dollar. So easy to do without actually even having to get in a fight. You know, a lot of people are scared to get in fights. And I know it's, it sucks getting hit in the face. I've been there many times. There's been a lot of fights. It's not fun getting hit in the nose. It hurts. I get it. Nobody wants to get hit in the nose figuratively or physically. But at the end of the day, you may not necessarily have to at this point if people stand up. It was the analogy that I used. And as we saw, I was absolutely accurate. When the COVID pandemic really came into effect and people saw it in the summer of 2020, I told everybody with the whole mask and the lockdowns and the restrictions, I said, listen, these lockdowns, these masks, this is like dealing with an enemy a thousand meters out. You know, you've got a 338 Lapua. You can defend your line pretty good if you've got good rounds and good accuracy and a good scope. 
I said, if you keep complying and allowing them to encroach and keep wearing your mask like a peasant and keep shutting down your business and keep complying, I said, pretty soon we're going to be in trench warfare with a 12 gauge of bayonets and it's going to be absolutely horrific. And what happened? We let it go. We let it go. We let it go. So many people complied. And then we reached a point where they had the audacity in this administration to tell people you have to get an experimental RNA shot or else you can't work and make a living. I mean, they had the audacity to actually say that and try to write it in the law with OSHA. Thank goodness the Supreme Court actually for one time did something that was real and turned that over. But the very fact that they actually pushed that and people went along with it because, well, you know what? I, I don't want to offend anybody. I don't want to push back on my company. I, I don't want to have any problems with it. And I've talked to so many people that have stood their ground on that. And I, they literally have come to this in Austin. Thank you so much for encouraging me on this. I filed religious exemptions. I filed this. I filed that. I pushed back. And he said, it's funny now how all of a sudden nobody's talking about getting the shot to get a job. Isn't it? Remember, remember last year, Doug, we had to have 90% of the population fully injected with RNA gene therapy or everybody's going to die. We're going to have a cold, dark winter for everybody that's not vaccinated in 2021, winter 2021. Remember that crap Biden was peddling on his teleprompter after he ate his pudding? Remember when he said that? Yeah. I mean, the the commerce of fear. We're all here. We're here still. (laughs) And, and, you know, it's uh, I've, I've had a lot of people excuse their uh, voluntary, and I have to call it that, the voluntary acceptance of this injecticide, um, where they said, well, I had to because I, I, you know, I, I could lose my job. Well, you know what? Um, I, 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 sorry, but just as I would never and have never taken, and I've done this, I haven't taken advertisers. Um, I'll drop an advertiser if, for example, they go woke, Okay. Like you mentioned, too, about the various companies that, that are woke and starting to lose profits uh, or uh, on the stock exchange from Disney to Bank of America to, to, to Facebook, Meta, whatever, Nike, AT&T, Comcast, Amazon, Apple, Starbucks, Alphabet. Look, um, we have to fight. But what you said, though, it's interesting how many people have justified allowing their bodies to be violated by this injecticide. And it's a sad thing. It really is. Go ahead. No, it it really is, Doug. I never, I never anticipated in my wildest dreams how many people were going to voluntarily roll their sleeves up and get experimental injection. They had no idea what the hell it was going to do to them. And the fact that now we've seen the Pfizer documents that they tried to bury for 75 years, the FDA has finally released them for the court order, and it's shown over 12 hundred known side effects that occurred during the clinical trials just in three months. And yet you still have the bobblehead cockroach Fauci coming out from his rock and saying, Oh, listen guys, we all need to get our our fourth booster now. Oh, we need our fifth booster next. You're not going to be safe until you get your sixth booster. Oh, we need to, we need to watch this pandemic closely because it may pop back up. I am so sick of hearing about that piece of crap and the fact that nobody, nobody has indicted him and brought charges upon him. The only thing that I have heard about him, and this is one thing that I did hear, and I actually was really proud of Rand Paul because he said everything that we've been saying. 
Yesterday, he vowed that he's going to subpoena Anthony Fauci and force him to answer questions. Whether or not that happens, and that's just theater, I don't know. But he brought, brought on to say here, he said, Fauci's sort of nonsense over whether the pandemic ended or not, when you see him come out and he basically said that the court shouldn't be involved with limiting his power, what he is basically saying is he's completely against individual choice. He's against American freedoms to choose their own medicine and to choose their own treatment. This man is against everything that America stands for. And I was like, all right, Rand Paul, speak it. Say it louder for the guys in the back row with the earplugs and that are drooling on themselves. Make sure everybody hears you. And he said exactly what we've been saying for two years. When Fauci came out the other day and he said that basically it was not the rights of the court to come in and overturn the CDC's mandate, I was like, wow, you're brazen, boy. You are brazen, the fact that you're even going to make a comment like that. So you're blatantly saying federal courts do not have the authority to override the CDC, which is not even an enforcement agency. They are a basically directed agency that is like three-tiered. They're a 501c3 corporation that can take donations from foreign countries. They're a private entity that operates on their own. And they're also a government agency that gets billions of dollars in funding from the United States government, and they have no impact whatsoever on legally forcing people to be able to do things. They basically research is what they do. And Fauci's saying that federal courts do not have the right to override them. The CDC basically is God on earth is what he's claiming. And they can do anything they want, including telling people they have to wear muzzles the rest of their life when they travel. Because why? Well, because the CDC said so. That's, that's why. Again, the Ministry of Truth. Once you see what they did for two years, and people, for some odd reason, have a very short memory span, they've kind of decided just to forget what happened, I guess. What did happen? Nothing happened here. Nothing to see here. And they're the same ones that are saying, oh, we're going to allow this Ministry of Truth now to come in and start dictating what's true, what's false. Dude, I can't even make this stuff up. You can't even make this up, Doug. It's almost a joke. It's a joke. I feel like I'm in a bad dream. I wake up and I'm like, oh, no, it's real. We're in the United States clown show again. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff you mentioned there. When you look at the at who's funding these operations, like, like the World Health Organization, who, by the way, um, January 20th, the, who proposed, the World Health Organization proposed that all countries sign on to this uh, – very uh, non-sovereign country-like agreement where um, the WHO would dictate the terms of future lockdowns and such, which they're going to, I think they're going to have some sort of a vote on in May next month. Um, uh, yeah, and you look at Bill Gates and you look at what he's the second largest funder of the World Health Organization. And, and, and okay, Um and BioNTech in bed with the Communist Chinese Party, making the injecticide over in China. You can't make any of this crap up. But, hey, don't worry. Nina, Nina, Nina Jankowicz uh, will uh, sing uh, the truth to you. Uh, folks, healthmasters.com, if you haven't done so already, I urge you right now to go to healthmasters.com. Use promo code HR in the number 5, HR5, at healthmasters.com. Let me tell you something best supplements on the planet and just ask me and I'll tell you uh, but you know what don't trust me go there now this weekend HR5 is the promo code that's right 
HR5 for 5% off. Don't make me, don't embarrass me. Don't make me look like I don't have any influence because uh, use the HR5 promo code for 5% off of non-saleable items. And they've got food buckets as well. For extra credit, you can actually get food buckets. Yes. I'm telling you right now, this is the best stuff on the market, on the planet, is uh, healthmasters.com. Austin Brewer, every Friday, and uh, making a lot of sense, Austin. So, yeah. Um, I'm trying to get the facts out there, bud. You know, and, and the coupon code does work on the food buckets as well. Um, I got notified again. I had another conversation with our guy, and he basically, our, our rep over there, and he said they're going to have another price increase. I didn't know the day I got the price sheet. I don't carry them, but they actually have – uh, like dehydrated eggs, like basically like whole eggs, true whole eggs that are powdered. And I was going to carry them a while back ago and I thought the price was too high. And now he notified me the other day, they're having a hundred percent price increase. They're doubling, literally doubling. And I'm like, are you kidding me? He's like, no, dude. He said, they just butchered like 5 million chickens up in the Northeast over alleged bird flu. And I asked him, I said, they test all 5 million birds with, with what, a PCR test? He's like, I don't know, dude. He said, something doesn't add up. We were talking about it on the phone. And he's like, something doesn't add up, dude. He said, our raw material, every single time, he said, we order raw materials to put in the buckets. He said, our price has gone up every single time, even when we have contracts on it. Two or three months later, we go to order more rolls. Sorry, price went up again. And he said, we've been eating the cost, and you guys have been eating the cost, and it's continually going up. And I said, yeah, I know. And he said, this isn't going to bode well. He told me the other day, he said, something, something is going to happen here pretty soon. He said, because the prices, it's not just inflationary rates that are going up. He said, it's actually being able to get a lot of this stuff. And in my opinion, Doug, I think they're intentionally trying to short the food market. This whole thing that we've seen now over 16 different food distributors and manufacturers and warehouses, now 16 different ones over the last four months have had some type of either massive explosion or fire and been like almost total losses randomly, randomly, I'm just random places. All of a sudden it just catches on fire. Nobody knows how 2 AM suddenly the whole place burns to the ground. This stuff that happened by coincidence and, and Goya foods the other day, G O Y A CEO, Bob Yanani, he did an interview the other day on Fox business and he said, and I quote, we're on the precipice of a global food crisis. Americans will have to tighten their belts and consume less. In response to a question about a potential food shortage crisis, the uh, interviewer said, do you think things will get worse? Do you think prices are going to go higher later this year? And he warned about an imbalance in the food production, indicating he said farmers are paying double for fertilizer. They're planting yet less and yields are less. He said 30% of the global wheat production in Ukraine is now unplanted. He said the global supply chain is on a very tight balance. If we interrupt the food production anymore, we'll have a food crisis that will send, a food crisis that will send prices through the roof. He said, as a rich country, we can afford some higher priced food for the time being, but other countries will not be able to bear it. And he's exactly right. You know, a first world country like the United States, we can we can manage stuff for a while. And I've warned people about this. I said, you know, the United States is, you know, we can we can handle some stuff for a while. I said, but what happens when you go to the store and all of a sudden the meat prices like they're doing right now start rising exponentially where every time you go to the store, it keeps going up, 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 up. That's why so many people have been buying our meat buckets. I had a guy come in the office the other day and uh, bought 10 of them. He's like, dude, I want as many as I can get. I was like, well, we're, you know, we fill in orders. We're trying to keep as much as we can for online customers. How many you need? Like two or three? He's like, no. He's like, I want more. I'm like, dude, you can't wipe me out. You know, I'm trying to keep it in stock. And he goes, well, I want at least 10. And I'm like, jeez. And I said, what are you doing? He's like, well, he's like, I'm trying to save room. 
And he said, the meat buckets, you know, they're only about half of the actual bucket. He said, so I'm opening up one bucket and I'm filling it up with another bucket and I'm basically using the other bucket for a supply or something else and I'm storing them tighter so that one bucket's absolutely brim full. So it's basically a two to one. That's, that's actually a really good idea. So it saves a lot of space. He said, oh yeah, it saves a ton of space. He goes, it gives me more room for other stuff. And he said, but quite frankly, he goes, I'm hedging. And I said, on prices, aren't you? He said, yeah. He said, I already know it's going to start happening. He said, I fully expect ground beef to be at $10 a pound for by the end of the year. 100%. And I said, yep. I said, you really think so? He said, oh yeah. He said, he's been in the markets for years. And he was talking to me. He said, dude, he said, People don't understand what's about to start happening. He said the food supply is always on about a year to year and a half delay as far as what we see in the markets. He said what you see right now happening, what you see with pricing on the markets today, he said we won't feel this until next year. He said what we're feeling right now is last year coming to a head. And he said that's the spooky part. He said once this year catches up next year, by the end of this year is when he thinks a lot of stuff is going to hit. He said, it's going to become exponential pricing. He said, you're going to go to the store if you can even get it. You're going to drop a hundred bucks just for a meal or two. He said, it's going to get nasty. And I'm like, dude, I don't, I said, I don't want to be scaring people with fear porn. He's like, dude, this ain't fear porn. He's like, I'm letting you know right now what's going to start happening, especially with the wheat issue with Russia and Ukraine. And I started doing more research on it. I've got to, I just want to interject this because, you know, it's not just the, um, it's, uh, how can I explain this other than giving you a, an example? My wife and I talk. I, I, I tell my wife, look, food prices are going up, okay? And uh, she's, yeah, I know, I know. So she goes to, to the store to, to, for groceries, normal, everyday groceries, Austin. And she, uh, first of all, my uh, granddaughter um, celebrating her birthday, three and a half Earth uh, I'm sorry, my granddaughter who was in the hospital celebrating her birthday this weekend. And um, she wanted to buy a cake too. So she called Sam's Club or went to Sam's Club and they said, no, we're not baking any cakes. Well, why not? Well, we don't have any of the supplies, meaning flour. They're out of flour. They've got no flour. So not not making any cakes. She went to the, the uh, uh, grocery store. She came back and she was like pale. It was like, uh, I said, what's wrong? She said, you're not going to believe that the... the the prices, I, I, and she showed me the receipt, double what she spent the week before. And people are saying, you know what, it's not really, it, you know, it, it, it's it's not really that bad. Yeah, hell, it's not that bad. It's going to get worse, too. And $10, if you can find ground beef, $10 will be a bargain for you. I'm telling you, it is going to be bad, but it's bad by design because they want yep. you to eat bugs. And this whole supply crisis... Oh, supply chain crisis? No, Ukraine, Russia, I get that, okay? But no, this is engineered. Look at the boats off Shanghai, okay? They're just sitting there. Look at. Oh, yeah. This is a 100% engineered shortage, 100%. This isn't by accident. Ford just laid off 850 employees up north. Because they're letting loose of their ice department. They're shrinking it down. They straight up said they're leaning out their ice department. Ice in the vehicle world means internal combustion engine. They're, they're shrinking it down. And what's interesting about it, they're down like $3 billion in total sales this quarter. Because nobody can get trucks. We can't get trucks from anybody. GM4, we can't get anything. Work trucks, business trucks. I got a lot of guys in the industry. Use a ton of them on their crews. Can't get them. Ordering trucks, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 months. 
stuff just stops, doesn't work, doesn't doesn't go through. And what's happened is now I talked to a guy that runs that works with GMC, and I thought this may possibly be happening. He he confirmed it yesterday. He said what's happening right now isn't necessarily just a shortage of parts. He said, yes, there's certain specific parts that they're having a hard time getting. He said, but what they're starting to do now is they're cannibalizing parts from their internal combustion engine builds as far as, because, you know, they'll come in and they'll say, okay, we're going to build, say, 1,000 Chevy Silverados. So they have to have 1,000 individual parts, you know, windows that roll up, screen, dash, so forth. They have to have X amount of parts to be able to build these trucks. He said what happens is they're cannibalizing these parts and storing them up for the EV Silverado and the EV Ford Lightning and all these other EV trucks that are rolling out this year. So he said what's going to happen is you're going to go to the dealership just like right now and you put an order in the bank for you know an F-250 and it's saying, okay, well, it should be here in eight to ten months, which is ludicrous. And he said, or, or we can put an order in for you for a for Lightning EV. It should be here in three to four weeks. All we need to know is what options you want and what color you want. We'll have it here immediately because the trucks are already sitting on standby, ready to go. They're cannibalizing all the parts. They're intentionally shorting the internal combustion engine vehicle parts to make it appear that you can't get them. When in reality, you can't get them. You're they're right about that, but they're intentionally doing it to make the EV vehicle seem much, much, much more ludicrous and much more cost-effective by saying, you know what? I can't wait 10 months for another work truck. Give me a stinking Ford Lightning EV. I don't even want one. I want to plug this stupid thing in every day. I need a truck though for work. Give it to me. Another reason too why they've been putting these giant addendums on these trucks because they can't get them. And the dealerships are putting 10, 20, $30,000 addendums on some of these trucks. They're intentionally allowing them to do this in order to drive the price of the internal combustion engine market up. So again, the EV vehicles look way more affordable, even though they're not, even though they're not cost effective long term. Nobody seems to ask the question is this whole green deal, this whole we got to stop the you know regular vehicles from driving. We're going to go all EV. What happens on a 10 year cycle with these vehicles when we start having millions of vehicles that the batteries are shot and it's 15, 20, $25,000 to put new batteries in, or you just scrap the truck and trade it in and get a new one. Cause that's pretty much what you do with those EV vehicles. It's not cost effective to change the batteries out. What are we going to start doing? We can start filling up all these trucks with land, you know, landfills with lithium ion batteries. We can't even make the batteries because we don't have enough raw material here in the United States. China's already capitalized on that market. Why do you think China immediately went in to Afghanistan after the United States pulled out U.S. troops? Afghanistan has the highest amount of lithium reserves in the entire world. That's why China's over there. They're going to strip mine the whole country. This is what they're planning on doing because the EV vehicles are the way of the future in order to control, monitor, and shut down any dissident. You think the Ministry of Truth is going to allow you to drive, travel freely unmolested on your way if you make a Facebook post that they deem misinformation? No. The EV vehicles are going to be tied into your smartphone. You're simply going to walk up to your vehicle. You're going to be able to turn it on, drive it. That They're all going to tie in with this app. All of a sudden, your phone's going to notify you. You know what? You've posted too many posts this week that are deemed disinformation false by the Ministry of Truth. Your vehicle will now no longer open for you for 48 hours. Until you decide that you want to be a good little peasant, you will not be able to do anything. It's the social credit score, just like Communist China, exactly what they've done over there. It's rolling here. That's why I've encouraged people, be boisterous about wanting to keep real vehicles that actually run. 
The internal combustion engine and running off diesel fuel is old school technology that's incredibly efficient if we actually let them do what they need to do. This whole going in now and saying, well, we need to put lithium batteries because it's less polluted. China is the most polluted country in the entire world as far as pollution. Qatar is the largest polluter in the entire world per population capita. Kuwait and United Emirates are right behind them per capita. The United States is unbelievably green for the most part of what we have done over the last 10 years. So sitting around saying, we're just going to suddenly go in and build EV vehicles because it's going to be great. I read an article the other day and they were saying, if we actually went 100% EV on the road here in the United States currently right now, we would need at least at minimum 10 nuclear reactors, new nuclear reactors per state in order to handle the electric grid load of charging these vehicles every single day and all day long at charging banks all across the country. Do you hear any infrastructure build up 10 more nuclear power plants up in you know Pennsylvania, Doug, or down here in Florida? Not to mention the aspect, the whole backside of toxicity and what's going to happen with that. Oh, but it's green, man. It's going to change the planet. It's not about changing the planet. It's all about control dominance. And that's exactly where they're pushing this thing. Yeah. War is peace, you know, lies, yeah. lies are truth. And uh, yeah, it, it's uh, okay. So, it, you know, pe- people like the convenience, the key fobs and stuff like that. Give me a key. All right. I knew we were in trouble when we went to uh, motel rooms, you know, from, from the keys, the, the actual metal keys to these cards. I, I had a suspicion something was going on, and I was right, and and here we are. And, and no, you're exactly right. And, and try to buy a, and I've I've tried to do this. I I wanted to buy a used car. Okay, I mean a used used car, like a used used car. I can't find any that, that I can buy. Yeah. It's 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 ridiculous. It really is. So, no. yeah. No, you, you can, and that, that's why they've done this. They've intentionally driven the price. The used car market, they said, is up 35 to 40%. I mean, it, it's some vehicles. I was talking to a buddy the other day, and he was wanting to get a new, um, I think, like a Ford Expedition or Explorer, one of those SUVs. And he was like, yeah, he's like, I found like a 2019, you know, with like 80,000 miles on it. And they were only asking like 45. And I was like, Dude, what's the sticker on a new one? Like, if you just get like an XLT, it's like, well, I think the sticker on it's like 50 something. I said, why don't you just let me help you order one? I said, granted, it's going to take you about a year. I said, but you're going to pay almost the same amount as you are for the used one that's three years old with 80,000 miles on it. If you just want to wait, I said, as much as that sucks. And he's like, yeah, I may take you up on that. He's like, that doesn't really make much sense. I said, no, dude. I said, your warranty's out. I said, if you really want to get one, you need one now. I said, it's up to you. I said, but right now it's a waiting game. I said, but the problem is what I think is going to start happening is they're going to start making it so time and cost prohibitive. A buddy of mine, the one that worked at GMC, he said they have huge fears next year that this is going to go even worse. He said he's been hearing rumors that you're going to start ordering stuff at minimum 12 to 18 months in advance. So like this summer, we're going to put an order in for a 2023 for next fall delivery in 2023. That's what he's talking about them starting to do with internal combustion engine trucks. He said, order bank opens up in July, put the order in. We should have it to you by September, October, 2023. That's where they're going to start taking this. And what's going to happen is exactly what I said. People are going to say, screw it. Give me an EV vehicle in four weeks. I can't wait this long anymore. And that is how they're going to push people right in that market. And you're going to start seeing them pop up all across the country. And then 
what? Oh, the charging grid's not handling enough. The charging, you know, the electric grid's not handling this enough. Oh, we need to do is everybody needs to taper back on their driving. Everybody needs to go ahead and charge it off peak times, and we don't need to be driving as much. Just like they did over in California last summer, they told everybody, please don't charge your car at peak times because it's basically overloading the grid. And they're like 5% of the cars are electric over there. And they can't even handle that. And it's going to say, well, you know what? It's because of climate change. That's what's doing it. We all need to stop driving less, stop eating meat, stay at home again. We need to have more lockdowns in order to reduce the output on these electric grids. And everybody needs to do it because it's for your protection. Yeah, all this Yep. we're concerned about your safety Doug. it's for you and, and there it is you know i yep. started out talking about climate uh greg reese excellent report about the uh, next climate lockdowns and, and it's coming and, yep. and you know what yeah, um, austin brower by the way um i so appreciate his uh, his expertise and things and his research uh go to healthmasters.com it, it's it's the place to go for your nutritional supplements you need these Please, folks, do this. Do this for your own health. Hey, for the health of your your kids, your children, your grandchildren. These make uh, great presents. Um, and and once uh, I'm going to tell you, once people start taking, once you start taking this, you can tell the difference, and you're not going to want to go without. Get it while you can. That's healthmasters.com. Use promo code HR and the number five. Uh, Austin, we've got about uh, five minutes left, which is incredible when I think of this. Um, it's to you, the last five minutes. I, I don't know. We, we're we're going to have to do something. Um, polish off that, that Mossberg. I'll polish off mine. And, you, you know, we have to start holding people accountable. It, that's kind of what I'm saying. We have to we have to hold people to account. And uh, strongly worded letters, not going to do it. Litigation, not going to do it. We, we need action. So... Oh, absolutely. You. And, you know, being, being very, very boisterous and holding convictions is one of the first steps. Getting involved locally is the next step. Then being more boisterous locally and basically getting more people rallied. Remember, a lot of people are simply scared to say anything because of public scrutiny. Well, when you start having 5, 10, 15, 20 people stand up and say the same thing, no longer are people nervous about public scrutiny anymore because now you have a group of people that are together that are in unison with one another, that are standing up for one another, and they're saying, okay, you got my back, I got your back. People have to start doing that in communities. We've done that numerous times at city and county commissioner board meetings when they've come in, and there'll be a dozen of us that'll pile in and say, listen, we don't want this going in here. We don't want this approved. We don't want that approved. We got we got the um, medium density housing rule dropped, and there was a subdivision, granted, they're putting subdivisions up all over Florida. There's no stopping that anymore. There's a subdivision that they were going to put up right down the road from us. It was already zoned low density residential. So basically houses could go in like a normal subdivision. And they went in and the greedy, stinking bankers that were running the operations for the development, they came in and said, you know what? We've realized we can get a much higher ROI if we get this zoned medium density housing. So we can do count townhouses and condos between up to seven to 10 dwellings per acre, one acre. And it's only like a 50 acre plot. And they show, they go to the county commission meeting. And so they went in and they, they had their little spiel about how it was going to be good for the community and blah, blah, blah. And I was one of the first people to come up and speak. And I said, by a show of hands of anybody on the county commissioner board, show of hands, who has been out to this area right now and observed this area, this, this area they're going to develop? Not one single person raised their hand on the county commissioner board. And I said, I live right beside it. I'm about a mile down the road. I said, 
what are your plans on widening the two-lane road that's the only access point out of this subdivision? Uh, there are no plans at this time to widening roads. I said, what's going to happen when 380 dwellings dump out onto a two-lane road at 8 o'clock in the morning to go to work? Anybody have an idea what's going to happen? I said, I do. I said, it's going to be chaotic hell. And I said, nobody's going to be able to get anywhere. I said, this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life, that this is even being entertained right now. And then another person, Ted came up, another person, another person, another person, another person, another person, another person. Finally, they got to the end. Whole entire board voted unanimously to deny them getting medium density housing right where they're at. If people don't speak up for what they believe, you'll just get railroaded. Now, does it work every time? Absolutely not. But you lose every fight you give up in 100% of the time. And so win some, lose some. But at the end of the day, you got to get up and you got to speak and you got to say, listen, this isn't okay. You may still try to do this, but I'm going to do it under protest and say, I don't agree with this. I am not going to allow you to actively groom my children with transgender perversion. And I'm going to sit by and be quiet because you're telling me it's all about being inclusive. No, I'm not going to do it. Are you still going to try? Probably. Can you try? Absolutely. You can still try. And I can also hit you in the face when you try. So absolutely stand up for what you believe, my friends. I can't say that anymore. We have peace in Christ. We have hope. We have conviction. We also have a voice. Jesus didn't go into the temple when they were doing unjust scales and walk in and say, hey, hey, guys, could, could, you, could you stop doing this? Could, could you please stop making this house of God a mockery? He didn't say that. He would have made a whip and started beating them and flipped the tables over. That's because he was convicted about something that was real. Stand up, my friends, and make your voice heard. I encourage all of you to do that. Thank you so much, Doug. Austin, incredible. I, I love the phrase, uh, descriptive term or phrase, a bubblegum for the brain sermons yeah. that you said. And, and we have to stand up. That's right. And, and be heard. God bless you, Austin Brower. Thank you so very much. Healthmasters.com, HR5, or yeah, HR5, HR number five is the promo code. Uh, commit that to memory and order now. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. All right, folks, that'll do it for me. May God bless each and every one of you. Thank you for your patience as we bring back the studio. I know it, uh, a couple of days. Wow. Eric worked uh, relentlessly to, to bring this to you. We're going to be making some tweaks. Just hang in there. If the color's off, if the sound's off or whatever, it, it, just hang in there. Remember, Patreon meeting this Sunday night, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Hope to see you there. Thanks for your support. May God bless each and every one of you. Stay safe and have a good night.